to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode originally aired on May 9th, 1948, and here is Reflection of Death. Today's drama, Reflection of Death. to say. You see, a lady hanged herself in that wardrobe. Hanged? Oh. Oh, that mirror hanging against the wall is beautiful. There's a story about that mirror. Oh, John, it's lovely. I can put it over my dressing table. And not very expensive. Only fifteen dollars. That isn't much. No. Perhaps because of the story. What story? That mirror was made in the days when witches were being burned and people believed in visions. Usually dreadful visions. <laughs> Old wives' tales. Probably, sir. Although many men believed in them. We know better now, perhaps. But it was said in those days that a mirror made as this one was in a rather strange and horrible fashion showed much more than ordinary mirrors. What did it show? The faces of those about to die. I'm sorry, the mirror slipped. No harm done. Of course, not everyone could see those faces in the mirror. Only... Only? Those who had the gift. Well, how could they tell they had the gift? Oh, there were many signs. Perhaps the most certain sign... Nancy, it's getting late. ...was what they called the ears of Pan. 
Ears with pointed lobes. Nancy, do you want the mirror? Yes. Yes, dear, I do. All right. Will you have the mirror cleaned and sent to 29 Ridge Road, please? The name is Craig. Yes, sir. This afternoon. Good. Nancy, shall we? Of course, dear. Oh, oh, my hand. What? Oh, oh, in the stand. There's your rifle wearing a hat with ribbons. Oh, there. Funny. What is it? <laughs> well, here we've been married for more than a month. A terribly long time. I never noticed your ears before. What about them? Well, the lobes. They're pointed. I don't think I will at all, Mrs. Craig. Thank you. Why don't you tell Lamont your story, Mrs. Craig, just as you told to me when you phoned this morning? All right, Marco. I know you've helped people, Mr. Cranston. Whenever I could. John laughed at the whole thing. John? My husband. But I can't laugh. It's so clear. It isn't to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yesterday morning, we bought a mirror at an antique shop. The woman who sold it to us said there was a legend connected with it. That if you were gifted, you could see the faces of people about to die in it. It's an old legend. Probably been told about thousands of mirrors. I know. I, I didn't pay much attention to it. Well, anyway, the mirror was delivered in the afternoon and placed over my dressing table. Last night... Yes? I saw my father's face in it. Well? I could see his face in the mirror. Not mine at all. I could see his face and... and it was horrible. In what way? His face was distorted and crumpled. He... I thought he was dead. Mrs. Craig, you mustn't let it upset you too much. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. It must have been an illusion. Possibly you were tired or overwrought. Unconsciously, you were thinking of the story you'd been told about the mirror. No. No, I wasn't tired. I wasn't overwrought. I was very happy. Mr. Cranston, please, will you come with me and, and look at the mirror? Well, uh... Of course you will, Mrs. Craig. I have your address. When shall we come? This afternoon... Before John gets home. I I don't want him to think I'm hysterical or... Chimes of Normandy. Very musical doorbell. 
Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Mrs. Craig's expecting us. Please come in. Thanks. Mrs. Craig is in the drawing room. Here. Yes? Clevens, ma'am. Lady and a gentleman to see you. Oh, uh, please have an attention. Yes. Go in, please. Hello, Mrs. Craig. Hello, Margot. Mr. Bradson. Feeling better? Yes, I guess I am. Perhaps I was being silly. I've been sitting, thinking about it. Maybe I didn't see anything in that mirror after all. Could be. Well... What is it? Here they come, Mrs. Craig. Oh, all right, Kevin. Come in. Western Union messenger just brought it, ma'am. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Ma'am? Excuse me. I wasn't expecting a telegram. Go right ahead and read it. We've plenty of time. Thank you. I didn't think I... Oh, no. No. What? She's going to say. I've got it. Mrs. Craig. She did say it. The the couch, Lamont. Yes. Brandy. Oh, she dropped the telegram. She... Not what is it? Telegram. It's very short. Sent from upstate. Says, regret to inform you your father died this morning at Interlaken Hospital. Signed, head nurse. Her father, Margot. <laughs> still with her. He's giving her a sedative to take later on. I'm worried about her. So's her husband. He's sitting at her bedside like a lost boy. He's nice. Come on. Hmm? Was it a coincidence? I don't know. Mr. Oh, yes, Clemens. You rang for me. Yes, the uh, mirror, the one over Mrs. Craig's dressing table. A new medicine? That's right. It's to go up in the attic. At once. But Mrs. Craig was so fond of it. Nevertheless, I'd like to have you take it up to the attic right away. Very well, sir. I don't like him. Just a sullen old man. Well, we'd better go. It's late. I hate leaving her. It's nonsense. Her husband's here. She'll be given a sedative. All right, Margo, nothing can happen tonight. Let's go. Up 
She's delirious. Wait. Gotta pick her up. Got her. I'll carry her downstairs. We need a doctor, I suspect. It's not a psychiatrist. Green, Clement. Green, green, green. And the room was red. He must have had a night. Poor old Levin. He looks so funny in the mirror. So funny. Open that door for me, Cranston, will you? Of course. I'll put it to bed. Right. Up there. Phone the doctor, Craig. Yes, I'll get him. He lives just a few doors away. Rose Margaret and I will stand by here. You better hurry. Yes, I'll hurry. Lamarche saw Clevens in the mirror. It, it, it must have been a trick. Yes, not only that, but Clevens was green. Does that mean anything? It might if what I'm thinking is true. It's a possibility. Lamarche didn't really see anything in the mirror, did she? I think Clevens needs a visit from the shadow. Did she see anything in the mirror, Lamont? I'm afraid, Margot, that she did see something in the mirror. <laughs> Nancy's very ill, Cranston. He's staying with her until the nurse comes, and then she'll require constant attendance. Clevens is dead. He was poisoned, Craig. Was he? Got an overdose of Mrs. Craig's sedative. That's what the police said. Yes, they're staying in the background because of Mrs. Craig's illness. They want to question her. Cranston, they don't think it makes she... a certain amount of sense. She saw Clevens in the mirror. That meant Clevens had to die. Perhaps she took care of him. You don't believe there's any other explanation? No, but Nancy isn't well. She hasn't been well. Can't be held responsible for anything she's done. Please, Doctor gave an injection that'll keep her under till morning. Ron? Yes. Come along, Margo. Good night, Craig. Good night. Home, Ron? No. Upstate. Upstate? Town where Nancy's father lived and died. I want to find out how far that mirror can see. I don't mind telling you all I know, Mr. Cranston. I've been chief of police in this town for over 30 years, and I've done all right. I'm sure you have, but... All right, then listen. 
Pete Owens was a wealthy man and a good man. He came up here on a hunting trip and died from falling off Eagle's Nest Cliff, a couple of miles out of town. What he was doing there, nobody knows. He might have fallen off, he might have been pushed. That's all I know. You've helped us, Chief. I don't know what Nancy Craig's father was doing upon that cliff either, but I think I know now whether he fell or was pushed. Come on, Margot. We have to get back to the Craig's. I have an appointment to keep. Just rest quietly, Nancy. I'll be back in a minute. Now then. Nancy's all settled. Craig. John Craig. What? Who's that? Come with me, Craig. Who? Who is it? What are you? The shadow of guilt murders fear. <laughs> Follow me. Up to the attic. Attic? No. No. Come along, Craig. You know the way. You made others follow you. What do you want with me? I have something to show you. I don't want to see it. Now, Craig. Over there against the rafter. What is it? Get closer. You can see. Closer. There. Look at it in the moonlight. You can see now, can't you, Craig? The mirror. What do you see in the mirror? No. What do you see in the mirror? My face. My own face in the mirror. Yes. The face of a murderer, Craig. The murderer who killed Nancy's father. The one who pushed him off the cliff. No. The one who poisoned Clever. No, no. You killed them both so you'd inherit your father-in-law's fortune, didn't you, Craig? Didn't you? I... All right. Maybe I did kill those two old fools. But you'll never prove it. I won't hang. I'll destroy the evidence. I'll smash this wretched mirror into a thousand pieces. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's too late, Craig. Too late? Yes. The mirror has already shown you your own reflection of death. <laughs> Lamont, I know that Craig killed Nancy's father and tried to drive her insane and that he killed Clemens to throw suspicion on Nancy. I understand that, but I don't understand how you found out. I don't even remember she spoke of seeing Clemens' green face in a red room and brown furniture. Uh, yes. Well, usually people dream without color, but when they've been given one of the hypnotic drugs like pentothal, they have vision, dreams in color. You mean that Craig gave her the drug and then... He suggested things to her while she was drugged. She'd never realized it, but she did remember colors. Oh. And the other thing? Something Nancy herself said in her delirium. She said that she saw the faces in the mirror even though it was dark. She meant that Craig had used a very simple trick to fool her. You mean into seeing those faces? Well, the faces were really there. They were pictures of the people she saw. With the help of a tiny flashlight, they'd look very convincing in the shadows. Craig himself wore black, so Nancy could never see his reflection. Yet he finally did see his own reflection, didn't he? Yes, at that moment, the murders came to an end. The end that comes to all murderers. 
before they die. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, the way this story started, I kind of forgot I was in a shadow episode and not listening to suspense. So here we have a guy who marries a gal for her family's money and murders people while trying to drive the beneficiary insane. Classic plot with a classic shadow ending. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.